Hey, Coach V here, and welcome to the Own Your Path podcast. Here's where I will share tools and techniques to help you stay in the driver's seat of your life and career goals. I truly believe if we take a moment to focus on what we can do, there's nothing we can't do. Let's get started. Today's topic is about entrepreneurship, self-employment. Um, that has a lot of tentacles to it from you know the structure that needs to be in place how to set yourself up as a business model but today we're really just going to talk about where your headspace needs to be or needs to get to and this can apply to if you're considering becoming an entrepreneur self-employed to you're already self-employed and an entrepreneur and you just need to refocus and remotivate yourself that's called monday morning for me but i'm going to share it with everyone as well um, there's some key aspects and the biggest aspect about being self-employed or entrepreneurship is you you are the key to your small business success so your headspace is the most viable equity that you can invest in right from the start so i want to break down a couple of things that can kind of help you either refocus or validate if being an entrepreneur or self-employed is for you the first thing is you have to understand what you are selling is it a product or is it a service um, if it's a product, it's pretty easy. You can see it, you know uh, what it needs to be, but you have to understand about shipping costs, production materials, you know, partnering, um, supply chains, those type of things in order for you to be set up to grow. So you need to understand if it is a product or if it's a service. Um, if it's a service, you have to be secure in what it is the service that you're providing, what um, the cost will be for that service. Um, it is the most dangerous type of self-employment to go into because nine times out of 10, if it's a service, it's because you're doing it out of passion. And for some reason, we don't put a price to passion, <laughs> but we still need to pay bills and put food on the table. So if you have a service, it's about just doing the due diligence to make sure that you are putting a cost so that you can be a successful business owner for more than three years. Let's start off, do I have a product or do I have a service? Once you have what it is that you want to do, then you need to, in my opinion, kind of take a moment to figure out what is the need? What need are you feeling for your clients? Um, so I will go with, uh, you know, the tutoring business that I have as a franchise. Um, there's a need for educational support for all subjects and grades in the area that I live. And I didn't want to start it from scratch. So I made a decision on how I wanted to be self-employed. So I, I saw that there was a service that can be provided as far as educational support then i needed to figure out how i wanted to supply that i was newly coming out of corporate america i was not interested in what i call kissing babies and shaking hands and building anything from the ground up and i went into a franchise so the only reason in my opinion that you should even go with a franchise is because you you have an idea of what you want to do but you don't want to set up the framework and you want something that's already been proven successful so that you can build on it um, for me that was a smoother transition from being in corporate america 
into um, self-employment because I knew how to run a department. I knew how to be efficient and effective and to relate to clients, but building the website, uh, having the marketing materials, knowing how to um, do certain things as far as meeting with the families, I didn't know. And all those materials provided for me allowed me to be able to just hit the ground running versus starting completely from scratch. A lot of those things I learned and then did my other businesses, my LLCs, and was a little bit smarter, in my opinion, for me, of how to approach my consulting and career um, empowerment coaching versus that starting from the ground um, zero because I just, I don't have patience for it. (laughs) So if you have the income and if you have the financing Yeah, that sounds great. But if you don't, it's even more important for you to refocus on your headspace to understand how this product or this service is going to be designed to meet a need as well as be able to pay your bills. Um, Any typical business that you're starting up, whether it's a franchise or whether it's a self-starter, you're not necessarily always going to make money right at the beginning. You have to do what they call a ramp up period. So you have to put those assumptions in place that you might need some time to ramp up for it to be a return on income. You may have the hottest product out there, but it still may cost you to get it to market because of the production, because of the supply chain, because of the marketing that you need to do. So taking that minute, understanding I have a product or I have a service, this is the materials that I need in order for people to know about it or for me to be able to meet that demand so that you can price it correctly and understand the time frame that you might want to estimate before it is a profitable business for you. You need to also think about being a profitable business. That is not a curse word, but for small business, sometimes it is. You have to calculate that. I I always tell my clients, I said, you know, when you went into uh, the supermarket and you went and bought that soda, did you go to the cashier and say, well, I'm really only gonna give you half of what you asked for, You know, let's negotiate. Nope. You took that soda, you scanned it, whatever price came up, you decided that you were going to pay it. End of discussion. You have to go into small business with that mindset. There has to be a range of where you can keep your pricing so that you can pay yourself. You are a business. You are allowed to be profitable and love what you do. Those don't have to be mutually exclusive. Um, That's one of the biggest hurdles um, and why small businesses don't always continue because we're not comfortable asking for the price of our service, especially when it's not a product and it's more of a service like consulting or um, tutoring or education or, uh, you know, any of those things where it's more of a service that's being provided. If you do the due diligence of understanding how much it costs you and your time is of value and then making yourself competitive within your area by doing a little bit of research by you know something as simple as going on to citydata.com and putting your zip code in and understanding the income that's a, that's in your area and then you know pricing competitive or similar types of services in your area to make sure you're competitive 
you know, taking that minute is going to help you stay in the headspace that you've done the due diligence and the price is the price and that you won't be for everyone, but you will be able to maintain a quality of service based on that pricing that you came up with. That to me um, is the biggest hurdle and the biggest success that small business owners have. A lot of these big successful businesses are successful because they understand that they need to return a profit in order to remain in business. If COVID taught us anything, it is that if you don't have uh, recurring revenue set up, if you don't have your pricing set up correctly, you can easily go under and close. And you need to be able to make sure that you're fitting a niche within your area uh, so that you can be sustainable. Um, so the biggest thing, yes, you still need a business plan. You need to put a structure in place, um, but you also need to make sure your headspace isn't just about the passion that you have for your product or your service, but your headspace is, and here's the need that it will fill. Here's, here's my goal. Here's the homework that I did as far as for my pricing. And then you're ready to start your business plan, create your business name, LLC, C Corp, all that kind of fun stuff, which we will talk about in a different podcast but right now it's about putting that confidence in yourself of how you can define being self-employed how you can define being an entrepreneur there are so many options out there you know I mentioned very lightly about the franchising and as well as you know getting funding for your business and those type of things if your headspace isn't that you can articulate what you're trying to do why would someone financially support you? Or why would someone trust your product? That little bit of homework can put your headspace in a business mode to be successful and confident and be able to network and communicate and partner with other small businesses to really set the groundwork for you to be successful. I had to learn that you know, one-on-one. There's a lot of small business support that's out there for those thinking about going into business or that are in business, but their business has become stagnant. A business consultant is really going to help you. Um, Also, you know, there are local, state, free uh, mentoring that you can uh, gain access to as well. There's a lot of opportunity out there, but the biggest opportunity starts with your headspace. Why not you? Why can't you do these things? I never thought that I would want to do these things. And some days I'm not convinced that I do. But overall, I empower myself by reminding myself what I'm providing, what is the service that I want to do, and making sure that I'm incorporating things that help feed my strength help feed me so that I can be the best at my consulting as well as the other businesses that I've invested in. I'm hoping this was helpful. This is just a tidbit of the headspace that I feel will really help you with the groundwork of determining or reigniting yourself as a small business owner, as an entrepreneur, um, as a self-employed person. Thank you so much for listening. And remember, don't be mad at where you're parked if you let someone else drive on your path. Hey, let me know your thoughts and suggestions for other topics. You can contact me at consultwithvah.com or call 267-374-6574. Till next time, Coach V signing off.